Hello, my name is Ken, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is Wanted, Dead or Alive. Now, this is a very different message in that there's a lot of rhyming and mystery. I've entered into this space before, and it's usually when I'm changing a song or rhyme into a rap chat, whereby I can flow for hours as if I were a professional singer-songer. Regardless, I think that there is a message in this, and I hope that you stay with it long enough to get the revelation of it for you and your listening. So this message was written Friday, April 1st, 2022. And as I was standing in a restroom prepping my hair after a motorcycle ride to my employment location, I was reflecting on the status of our Christianity and the negligible impact we are currently having on this very broken and lost world. I'm sure this came from my walk from my motorbike to the entry gates in order to open them for business. Because as I was walking, I could hear the howl of the homeless and wondered what they were doing howling at 2.30 in the morning and how lonely they must be to be awake so early with nothing to do but howl. So now if they were Christians in the night howling away, I would think that they missed what it is to be in Christ. Perhaps they might just be ministering to the homelessly lost homeless population, though tis unlikely in most parts of the streets these days. No, so I go to reflecting on the fact that they are or represent what each of us fears the most, and that is, in some obscure manner, be it in our control or not, that we would end up in the same condition. Not homeless as much as just lonely and lost. Yes, lost on a planet that has Google, lost on a planet that has more social media web-o connection possibilities than ever in the history of man, gender, kind. We seem so lost that we have appeared to have lost our identity. But what about the Christian man or woman sleeping in the night while this lost civilization wanders, fearful themselves that if they ever were to get a good night's sleep on the streets, they might just well wake up with a screwdriver in their hip or thigh? I didn't just make this up. I don't make this stuff up. I have heard, I have heard. So anyway, back to the restroom as I look at myself in disgust of being too much of an ineffective and unloving human being. Now, I don't need your counsel as to why you might think I shouldn't feel this way. Oh, but if more of us could get to this place, might we ever forever change this world? That if one were to end up homeless, they would at least get a good night's sleep. What have I done to mark this planet with kinship? Oh, what legacy would I leave? And does it even matter? But if the selling of my car could have saved just one more Jew. If we are full of ourselves, then we are consumed with living our own lives within the seven billion of the lost lease, not having touched them in any manner. A social media has yet to incorporate the handshake on any existing platform. Was Jesus onto something when, after witnessing to the melee of his day and how such a race could function without a shepherd, he came to the conclusion that we are all dead in our trespasses, as well as dead to real life, to a spiritual life. But oh, should we tell him now that we don't need a shepherd, and that the howling in the streets is nothing more than a small subculture at those who excel at being lost? But for the rest of us ignoring the howling, why, we have got this thing. Now, if any would dare to rise up in the role of a much-needed shepherd, then murder we will, just to squelch the birth of any candle in the wind. We don't need light at night, for darkness is a friend to me. So I can't see, but I can see, and I'm glad it's not me. Are you speaking for me, or tis as thee as lost as me? No, but so the howl goes on in the night, not as an August rush melody, but in a symphony of agony. And why should we pay attention any more than we do? 
for don't you know I'm living large and in charge? Besides, I may be dead or whatever he said, but money paves my path and has illuminated it for me. So for you, fool, I can see, I can see. But what pray tell of me? Don't they all have telephonies? That they can social light between thee? Pardon me if I may counsel. They for you paid for those devices, as well as the street equipment that seems to make street life a fearless journey for those who would beg, borrow, or steal for the next rod of death to puncture yet another location in vain. No thanks to Google or Waze for that gnarly vein maze making the straight journey for the pro all but impossible for the man who started out living at large. But Kenneth Leroy Shelton, I'm not living on the streets or dead to anything. So what does this discussion have to do with me? Nothing. For you to ask is to outline, at least for today, your destiny. And isn't this your self-proclaimed legacy? You, us, they, them, and well you know the others, for all this haphazardness in defining each separately has led us each to our own destiny. For without he, the shepherd, we are all dead, you see. Now you see, whether on a path to destiny, lit up by money or the night lights or the corner store, without he, you are dead, you see, you are dead to he. And so what of the story of such a man and a street beetle, each wallowing out their own destiny, one in a subculture of homelessly, homelessnessly, and the other leaving the legacy, lit up by the night lights of money, you see, now you see, but before you see, Yes, see what the good doctor states. You see, as a street urchin and a wealthy man, you see, had two different destinies. Luke sixteen nineteen thirty one. There was a certain rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. But there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, full of sores, who was laid at his gate, desiring to be fed with the crumbs of which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. So it was that the beggar died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And being in torments in Hades, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. Then he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that in your lifetime you received good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted, and you are tormented. And besides all this, between us and you there is a great gulf fixed, so that those who want to pass from here to you cannot, nor can those from there pass to us. Then he said, I beg you therefore, Father, that you would send him to my father's house. For I have five brothers, that he may testify to them, lest they also come to this place of torment. Abraham said to him, They have Moses and the prophets. Let him hear them. And he said, No, Father Abraham. But if one goes to them from the dead, they will repent. But he said to him, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rise from the dead. Oh, so you thought I would depart from the poetic prose and rhyme, you see? not of just, but for a moment for thee, needed to see that whatever station of life you live, so that you leave your legacy. Remember there are two lines in heaven, you see, and one will have all of your friends who also spend it a life of destiny, and the other will have all of each and every one of your enemies. 
for surely hell you would not wish on your worst enemy. But so for you, choose to ignore the howl in the night, which was, by the way, your own, you see. For homeless or not, we are truly all homeless from eternity. And so regardless of the slap heard round the world, you see, when you allow stupidity to rule your life, you see, then its brother foolishly shows up, unannounced but invited by you, you see. No, you don't, but it's not too late for thee. Back to the restroom with me and ask yourself, as you look in the mirror of destiny, and you see your legacy, can you slap your knee and say with me, woe to you and woe to me? If we indeed in our lives are found without heat, woe to you and woe to me. So whether you live a life of luxury or on the streets, you see, the world that is coming will make his story. For all this time, some 13,000 years, you see, he has been on the hunt for his lost kids. That's you and me. Money is not bad, you see, for it solves all problems. Just ask Ecclesiastes 10.19. Nope. Money that lit up your path to destiny could have fed both you and the homeless, you see. But, and this is your but, you see, given your gate swung open, keeping the homeless separate from thee, you chose hell for yourself for all of eternity. As it would be by choice, you see, that it ended up being your legacy. So howl away now, or howl away later. Sooner it's coming, no but not later. Better to be eaten now by an alligator than to end up in hell, not now, but later. I leave you with this. James 2.5 Listen, my beloved brethren, has God not chosen the poor of this world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom, which he promised to those who love him? 1 Corinthians 1.26-29 For you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called, but God has chosen the foolish things of this world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. And the base things of the world and the things which are despised, God has chosen, and the things which are not, to bring to nothing the things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. Well, that's it for today. I know you were just thinking that it is strange that the saying, dead man walking, means one thing to a prisoner and another completely different thing to an authentically born-again believer. Yes, I know, me too. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, steal, and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of life to shine through into people's lives. Find a seat and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.